Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Tuesday. Hope your day is off to an amazing start. I am so glad you're here, and thank you for tuning in to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I can't believe we are on episode 81, and I feel like maybe I need to do a little introduction because maybe you're new here. Maybe you've never listened to this podcast before, and I want to welcome you here and thank you for being a part of our community. I'm Samantha Gladish. I'm an online nutritionist, and I specialize in weight loss and women's hormonal health. And hormones can mean a lot of different things. So I've been coaching women for 15 years now and many different conditions. So from PCOS, type 2 diabetes, women struggling with infertility, thyroid, autoimmune, stress and adrenal issues, and PMS, menopause, all kinds of things. So whether you are working with us one-on-one in our private coaching programs, or you are enrolled in any of our online programs, everything that we do is really geared towards helping you achieve the best optimal hormonal health, more energy, more vitality to support those adrenal glands, support the gut health, balance your blood sugar. You know, we do all of the things and it's all of those things that really help you to have optimal hormonal health and hormonal balance. So as we age, our hormones do decline. And so it's really important to integrate some really important protocols and strategies and a lot of self-care so we can age gracefully and we can have a lot of ease around our cycles and as we head into menopause. So if you're new here, thanks so much for being here. And If you want to dive into any of our online programs, one of our foundational programs that I always suggest starting with is the Healthy Hormones for Women program. And this is a six-week go-at-your-own-pace program where you get six weeks of video recordings and I guide you through how to support your adrenals and your thyroid and blood sugar and liver detox and gut health and all of the things. And there's also an amazing meal plan in that program. And it is a cyclical meal plan. So it's designed to have you eating specific foods around your follicular phase or around ovulation and luteal and your menstruation. And so that you can really support your fluctuating hormones throughout the month. So it's a really fantastic program. If you're interested, you can head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash healthy hormones. And it is currently on sale. It's actually on an amazing sale, 60% off right now. So you guys can totally grab that and get started with it today. And I just want to thank everybody for sharing with me your pre-orders of my new book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution. It really means so, so much to me. And this has been such a labor of love. And it's been so exciting finally getting the book released out into the world. So it doesn't officially ship until December 17th, but pre-orders are available right now for The 30-Day Hormone Solution. 
This is my book, baby. I dive into all of the things, how to support and understand your cycle. And we dive into adrenal health and thyroid health, gut health, blood sugar balancing, sleep, detoxification. And I share some amazing protocols in there as well to support your hormones. And then there is an amazing 30-day meal plan with 60 delicious gluten-free, grain-free recipes. And I can't wait for you guys to make these recipes. And I can't wait to see your food photos over on Instagram. It's going to be so good. And it's the most delicious way to support your health, your hormones, your body, weight loss, all of it. And if you've been following me for a while and maybe you've cooked up some of my recipes before or you've been a part of some of our online programs, you know I don't disappoint when it comes to the food. There is no bland and boring chicken and broccoli, you know, boiled broccoli on my watch. This is all about really delicious food. I want it to be tasty and healthy. And I want it to be food that not just you love, but that your whole family can eat it too. And that is often something I hear about. I hear how like, oh, my husband started to eat, you know, your meal plan and he loves it. Or my five-year-old has been like eating the food off of my plate. And like, that's the stuff I love hearing because knowing that everybody can benefit from it is just so great. And so thank you. Thanks for everyone who pre-ordered the book. If you haven't yet, you can head on over to hormonesolutionbook.com and we've got $350 in amazing online bonuses. So you're going to get it all for free. We've got an amazing autoimmune meal plan. We've got our gut meal plan, gut healing guide. And then we've got the essential labs for women that you want to ask your doctor for. So those are all free that you get when you pre-order the book as a way of saying thank you and as a way to help support your health in your body before you dive into the 30-day hormone solution and while you wait to get your hands on it. So let's dive in to today's topic. We are talking about birth control, non-hormonal birth control options, because it's a question I get all the time. You know, what form of birth control should I be using if I'm not going to use a birth control pill or something like the Marina IUD, which is also a hormonal contraceptive? And so you can definitely go back to some of our older episodes. I apologize that I don't know off the top of my head right now what episode numbers we dove into the birth control pill, but I will be sure to put it all in the show notes. So if you head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 81, you'll be able to see it there. But you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I am not a fan of the birth control pill. Now, I was on it myself many years ago in my, you know, teens. I think I was like maybe 17 or so when I went on it, 16, 17. I was on the pill for about a good seven years or so. And you know, it gave me a ton of digestive issues. I was getting very prone to migraines and headaches a lot. It caused a lot of hair thinning. And this is what happens. These are a lot of symptoms that women experience because the birth control pill will deplete certain nutrients like zinc, magnesium, and vitamin C and B vitamins, all things that are so important and needed for supporting your hormones and your cycle and just your overall health. And so it causes a lot of nutrient depletion and it starts to obviously shut down your ovulation so that it's preventing pregnancy. You know, this is obviously the main reason why you go on the pill. And, you know, I find it so interesting. Like we go on the pill because we want to have this like sexual liberation and feel very free in our bodies and have this regularity with our cycle, but it actually does nothing to regulate our hormones. And in fact, it does the complete opposite. And all forms of hormonal contraceptives can increase your risk of cancer. So last thing we want, we really want to be conscious of these 
synthetic hormones that we are putting into our body. And it's not just that we're exposed to so many environmental toxins and synthetic hormones in our environment. If you guys tuned into our episode last week, episode 80, we dove into environmental toxins and the impact it has on our hormones. So I really suggest diving into that episode. And another thing is literally, if you're drinking tap water, we are literally drinking our neighbor's birth control pills and medications because our water filtration systems do not filter these things out. So you can literally be drinking these synthetic hormones and and hormone mimickers through your water supply. So we really want to limit our exposure to these hormones. And if we are taking them, they are causing a lot of hormonal chaos. So the question becomes, you know, what do I actually do? If I'm not going to take the birth control pill, what are the other options that I can use? So it actually just came to mind, FYI, episode 46. Okay. That's the episode where we talked about post birth control pill syndrome and we dove into the pill with Dr. Jolene Brighton. So definitely dive into the episode, episode 46, and you can learn a lot more there about the birth control pill. Okay. Also, if you head on over to shop.holisticwellness.ca, you will find there is a ebook, a guide that I have there, how to ditch hormonal birth control or how to ditch the pill, something like that. And it's a really inexpensive guide and it will guide you through how to support your body while you're on the pill and then how to transition off and the supplement protocol that you really wanna go on. So that's a really good place to start. If you're listening to this right now and you you know you want to come off the pill, then definitely dive into that guide because it will really provide you with the solutions and the support and the protocol to follow. Okay, so what do we actually use? What do we do? Now, number one on my list is just to do natural family planning. But this is a commitment. You got to track your body temperature every day. You have to track your cervical mucus. And I know a lot of women are just not going to do that. But If you do, it's going to be just as effective as the pill. Now, if you have a very irregular cycle, I still suggest you do this because it's going to provide you with so much data about your cycle and your hormones and your health. So you're going to be able to gauge your body temperature when it's high and when it's low, and it can actually be an indicator for whether you have low thyroid function. And so it can really help to provide you some data, you know, if your body temperature is dropping too low or too high. And if your body temperature raises by, you know, slightly, then perhaps maybe that's when you're ovulating. So there's a lot that you can gain from doing natural family planning. So what you can do is basically download an app, but it doesn't just start and stop with the app, right? I get so many women that just take out the calendar and plug in when they get their period and then count like 14 days later and they're like, okay, that's the day I ovulate. That's not always the case because it all depends on your cycle length. So for myself, I do have a very regular 28-day cycle and I track my cervical mucus and body temperature. And you know, I know on the dry days, those are the safe days where I don't need a barrier method. And on the wet days, right, when your cervical mucus will start to increase closer to ovulation, so right around those days, then I know I need to use a barrier method to avoid pregnancy. So that is exactly how Gayton and I do it. I just track my cycle. Obviously, over the years of doing this for like quite some time, I've just become so much more in tune with my body especially around ovulation, knowing to use a barrier method. And so we use condoms as a barrier method. And 
I've used many condoms over the years. You know, Gayton and I have tried different ones and I've reacted to quite a few of them. And so we found these ones online. They are a natural rubber latex. They're a sheer lawn latex and the brand, I'm going to share them with you. The brand is, be- actually, I don't even know if it's the brand, but anyways, this is the name of it. It's Beyond 7. And then there's another one called Crown. Okay. So Crown and Beyond 7. Just Google them. I don't know. He orders them and we just get them shipped. And I know he can only get them online. And it's funny because they also get shipped here in this like really discreet package. It's like this very plain looking box, you know, doesn't say like condoms all over the box. So sometimes when it arrives, it's like, what the heck is this? And then it's like, oh yeah, it's the condoms. So that's what we do. And that's what works for us. But again, that doesn't mean that that's what's going to work for everybody. Okay. So I just wanted to share what works for me. And I've just been doing natural family planning for many years and tracking my temperature, tracking my cervical mucus. And even if you feel uncomfortable doing this, like it's not safe because it, it really is. It's very safe and it's just as effective as the pill once you get a hang of it. But if you just still feel really uncomfortable, then just use a barrier method while you're doing this. But at least gather that data. Gather that data about your body, about your hormones. There's this really great program. I think it's called the Justice Method. I'm going to Google it right now in real time. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull this up. Justice Method. Yes. So if you go to justice.ca, J-U-S-T-I-S-S-E dot C-A, on their website, they've got like this whole booklet that you can use to track your cycle and they teach you how to chart. And it's just really amazing for body literacy. So I really recommend that you check that out. And I know a lot of friends that have been doing that. That's what I started with many, many years ago. And I had like the whole book and it came with like all these stickers. And that's what I was doing to to learn how to chart and all that kind of stuff. So it's been really, really wonderful. And so it's a great website for fertility awareness education, natural birth control, and holistic reproductive health. I'll be sure to put the link in the show notes and you guys can grab it there. But it's a really good website and I highly suggest you check it out. And just knowing more about your body, educating yourself about your body, it's just so powerful. And it allows you to make so many better choices too. And it just allows you to tune in on a such deeper level, which is really important. So that's really what I recommend. Number one across the board when it comes to natural forms of birth control is to do natural family planning. But like I said, not everyone's going to do that because you got to be really committed. And you also have to gather some data over a good you know, three to four months before you really kind of get it. I wouldn't suggest just like diving into natural family planning this month and then, you know, diving into sex full force without kind of, you know, without really knowing. So you want to gather the data and just make sure you really know what's going on and and get in tune with your body and, and really understand your cervical mucus and ovulation and whatnot. Okay. So, and like I said, if you have a very irregular cycle, that's okay. You can still do natural family planning. It's going to provide you with so much data and information about your body. And then you can make some more informed choices from there. And perhaps like I've had women who, you know, have learned that they've had 
low thyroid function from doing this. They've learned that they have PCOS. They've gone on to find out that they have cysts and, you know, fibroids. And they wouldn't have known this unless they started tracking and really started to see a ton of irregularity and wasn't, they weren't seeing a lot of fluctuations with cervical mucus or temperature. And like, you know, it started to be this wake up call, like, okay, like, I'm getting really heavy bleeding and you know what's going on here. I never realized that I bleed for this many days or that my cycle is this long or this short. And that's when it provides you this feedback. And now you can go work with a practitioner or go with your doctor. Maybe you need to do some further testing. Maybe you need to get a pap smear. Maybe you need to you know check for fibroids and cysts. It's really going to teach you a lot about your body. So if you don't wanna do natural family planning, The next option is a barrier method. And so the number one way to do this is to use condoms. Now, this will allow you to forego synthetic hormone exposure, and they actually work when you're using them correctly and consistently. In fact, they can be just as effective as the pill at preventing pregnancy. And they're also preventing bacterial and viral infections, right? Your lady parts are really sensitive and prone to picking up bacteria or viruses, and STDs can really impact your fertility as well as, of course, they can be very uncomfortable and unpleasant if you've ever had one. And so the thing is, like, if you're listening to this right now and maybe you're in your teens or maybe you're in your early 20s and maybe you know in the future that you really want to become a mother and you want to have a family. So, you know, maybe you're thinking like, yeah, in my 30s, I want to start having a family. And if you're in your 20s right now, in your early 20s or, or teens or, or late teens, and you know that you want to do that, like I get how your 30s might seem so far away, but it's what you do now that will impact your future hormonal health. So, and trust me, your 30s come on way faster than you think. I can really vouch for that. So it's what you do now that's so important. So if you know you want to be a mom in the future, Use condoms today because it's really one of the best ways to protect your reproductive organs and keep them healthy and really protect the vaginal environment from bacteria or viruses. So if you're sexually active and you're not in a committed relationship, then condoms are really going to be one of the best options and they're going to be very safe and also very effective as long as you're using them correctly and consistently. Okay. So... I think I mentioned the Beyond 7 and the Crown. You can go and order those online and search them up. Those are the ones that work for me. Again, that's not to say they're going to work for everybody, but these are the ones like I've never had a reaction to them and they always feel great and I always feel good on them. So there's never been any issues down there with my lady parts using these ones. And so if you want to give them a try, just again, search them up and try them on. Well, not you specifically, but you know, your partner. Okay. Anyhow, more natural options. What are some other natural options outside of condoms or natural family planning or family planning? The diaphragm. There's this new, I think one size fits all diaphragm. I know, I think you can get it in the US. I know for sure you can get it in the US and I think you can in Canada. It's called Kaya. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's C-A-Y-A. And it's available by prescription, but you no longer need to find a doctor who knows how to do a fitting. So that could really be an option for you because it's simple, it's safe, it's effective. You just have to make sure you're getting it right in terms of the fitting and it's available by prescription. So you can just go have that conversation with your doctor and that could just be a really good option for you. I'm just going to actually, I'm going to Google it again now too. Kaya 
contraceptive. I'm pulling it up. Oh, and then, okay, let's see. It's safe and hormone-free contraceptive. I'm actually going on their website, kea.eu. Safe, natural, simple, hormone-free contoured diaphragm. It's developed together with users in an intensive research process in the U.S. It's inserted in, in the vagina just like a tampon. Then it is placed directly in front of the cervix to prevent sperm cells from entering. The ease of use and safety has been studied in extensive tests. So that is what they say about the Kaya or Kaya. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but definitely worth doing some research around that or having the conversation with your doctor around that. Okay, another option is the sponge, which I feel like we never actually hear about anymore. Now, you can typically pick these up at a drugstore, like your local drugstore. In the If you're in the US, then something like CVS or Rite Aid or something like that. And you know, they're a really great natural alternative. They're obviously non-hormonal. The only thing with the sponge is that you do need to use a spermicide. And that's where you want to be careful because the spermicide can perhaps contain a lot of nasty ingredients that we don't want down on our lady parts. And so typically the sponge is like a small round shaped sponge. It's made from a soft, squishy plastic. And, you know, I don't know what that plastic is really made of. Do we really want plastic down there? Probably not. But again, it is non-hormonal. It could be an, an option for you. And so what happens is that the sponge covers your cervix and it contains a spermicide to help prevent pregnancy. And so what I would recommend with the spermicide is looking for what's called contragel because that's a better, more natural option than typical spermicides that will probably be sold with the sponge. And just a lot of spermicides, like I said, on the market will contain some ingredients that we probably don't want on our lady parts and what I call our lady garden. So look for the contra gel if you are going to consider using the sponge, but it could be a really simple option just because it's more like over the counter and something that you can, you know, easily get your hands on. And so it prevents pregnancy in two ways. It fits snugly against your cervix, blocking the entrance to your uterus so sperm can't get to the egg. And then like I said, the sponge also contains a spermicide which slows sperm down so it can't reach your egg. The thing is with this is like I would suggest also using a barrier method like condoms. You probably want to be extra safe because the effectiveness is, I think, ranges anywhere from about a 75 to an 85 percent. So, you know, there's quite a bit of a gap there where you could potentially get pregnant, especially if you're not really, you know, safe with it or you have problems with insertion and you know, so you just want to be be conscious with that. So it's something that you use before, right? You would put it in right before sex. And the other thing too, keep in mind, you know, it's not going to protect you against STDs, but using something like condoms can really be helpful for that. Okay. And then lastly, the copper IUD. If you want something that is more permanent, it's very effective and safe, then you can go with the copper IUD. Now, of course, there are risks that come with it. So number one, many women report having increased cramping as well as bleeding with the copper IUD while it's implanted. Now, sometimes they have it 
directly, like while it's actually implanted in that moment, they have more cramping and more bleeding. But even down the road, you know, two, three, four months later, I've had women that have said the cramping still doesn't go away. You know, they have more intense cramps during their cycle and they also have a lot more bleeding than they once used to. But on the flip side, I also have other women that say, They love it. They don't feel it. It works well for them. And they've really never had an issue with it. So this is really going to come down to some trial and error. And if you want a non-hormonal option and something, like I said, that's more permanent, then the copper IUD might really be the option for you. The thing to keep in mind is that it can deplete your body's ability to absorb zinc because zinc and copper do compete for absorption in the body. So if you're going to use it, then I do recommend that you supplement with zinc. And it's the same thing if you're supplementing with zinc. You also want to get a zinc copper blend so that you can support the copper as well. Because like I said, they compete for absorption. So the Paragard is basically, I think, the most popular copper IUD that you can ask your, you know, your doctor about. And it's a device that is, it's a T-shaped plastic frame and it's inserted into the uterus and it has a copper wire that's coiled around the device. And what this does is it produces this sort of inflammatory reaction that is toxic to sperm and to eggs. And that's really how it prevents pregnancy. So, you know, just when I hear that, like that alone kind of freaks me out. Like I'm not a big fan personally of just having this plastic device sitting there permanently. Yes, you do have to get it like fitted and inserted. And it just, it feels uncomfortable to me. I wouldn't want something that's sitting there And, you know, in your uterus and in your vagina, like there's a lot of mucosal tissue and there's just a lot of more risk for bacteria and for viruses and infections to happen. So I would just be concerned having something like that that's sitting there in my uterus and that's more permanent. And I feel like it could really start to affect the surrounding tissue. So, but again, that's my personal preference. So I really want you guys to just, you know, take this information and maybe you want to go and do some trial and error for yourself and you got to just kind of see what works for you. You know, what works for me won't work for everybody else. And if you really are looking for some non-hormonal options, which of course I recommend, then these might be some of the routes that you want to try out and see for yourself. And there's no harm in doing that because again, they're all non-hormonal. So If you're trying these different methods, then you're going to have way, way less of an impact on your hormonal health than you would if you were, you know, switching back and forth from something that was hormonal based. So I really hope that that provides you guys with a bit of a foundation around some options, some non-hormonal birth control options. And if you have questions, come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie, and you can connect with me there. And I just really hope you guys are going to go do some more research for yourself. Perhaps maybe you have a conversation with your doctor about what might be the best option for you. And like I said, if you're listening to this right now and you know that you want to come off the pill and you're currently on the pill, then head on over to shop.holisticwellness.ca and check out our How to Ditch Hormonal Birth Control Guide. And it will really help you to really put a protocol and strategy in place to getting off the pill because 
coming off the pill cold turkey, I don't typically recommend. You want to make sure that you're supplementing appropriately and really supporting your body. And then you can come off the pill and you will have way less side effects that will happen when you do that. So thank you everybody for tuning in today. I look forward to connecting with you guys next week. Stay tuned. We'll be releasing details about our five-day sugar detox challenge. And if you guys have any questions that you would like me to address on a future episode, just send me a direct message over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie or connect with me on my website, holisticwellness.ca. Thanks everyone for being here. I hope you have a wonderful day.